Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. Yeah, on today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing Season 6, Episode 5 of 7th Heaven. The title of the episode is Relationships, or if you are in Germany, the title of the episode is From Kiss to Kiss. Um, Our IMDb user synopsis is, Robbie is insecure, hiding his budding rebound affair with Lucy. Wilson is deeply hurt when he finds fickle bride Mary kissing fire department course mate Ben Kingkirk. Simon doesn't enjoy bully mate Rick's girl abusing him as excuse to dump him. Annie experiences her flippant advice nearly wrecked pupil Christy Parks' parents' marriage, yet resists help even from Eric. Wow. That's a mouthful. So many tenses being used incorrectly and pluralizations done wrong. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) what was your first impression of this episode? Um like to say again, uh, Seventh Heaven on a Roll, giving us real television, leaving us with cliffhangers, giving us moments where we were, you know, in awe of what was happening. Uh, I think like both really of us- in awe. Well, not, oh, we, like, oh, we did. Like- we did. We <laughs> gasped at one point. Yeah, I guessed a couple of times throughout this episode. She's like, "Whoa, what's happening?" Um, but this was like, you know, your. I think this was a good, steady episode. I feel like, especially after. The last couple of episodes where it was, eh, like, below average. I think this was climbing back up again. Um, I will say that this was the, like, I did not appreciate the beginnings. I know it's a very short-lived thing, of uh, but of Robbie and Lucy. You've been complaining about this way before. Like, I know, way before you You've made it sound started. like it's this very long arc. And, and it's not, I know. It, it, it just started last episode, and it's literally going to be done probably in the next episode. Spoiler alerts for everyone, if you haven't seen the show before. But So this is my question. Uh, like, from my understanding of how, like, television works and how they, like, test out, like, relationships and stuff on prime time like they'll start like putting people together they think they, do they it want like it. a like a yeah and they start it and they then they put it in front of like a live audience right. and then and like they and so i want to know who was like like who gave them the go ahead to do Robbie and Lucy like why did that have well, to happen well as we know and we know that a lot of our fans hold this opinion a lot of people like Lucy i know but then like and but they just don't Robbie. seem like they belong together. I don't, e- yeah. They just seem incompatible. Even if you don't like Lucy or you, like, really love Lucy, I don't see how this pairing makes sense because, I don't know, Mary and Lucy are just such different people, and it felt like Mary and Robbie worked really well, which... I guess this new and improved new narrative Robbie is probably, like, better, but I don't know. Um, okay, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, so the cold open... Um, we return with some more tension for the Rev and Annie. I think they're just fighting about, or like, not fighting, but bickering about Annie's first day at work. Um, yeah, so if you don't remember, Annie is now going to be working at Ruthie's school as a teacher because it's a private school and she doesn't need any sort of teaching certification. But anyway, that's the entire no, there's nope. one more scene. But wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, we yeah. see Simon at school. No, no, no. Nope. <laughs> Mixed up my scenes. All right, you're going to have to tell me. I don't know. <laughs> it's the Mary and Wilson running. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So as, as per last episode, 
Yeah, yeah. Wilson is helping Mary train so she can pass her test and become a firefighter. They're running. That's about it. I mean, oh, we learn, though, yeah. because the, the big cliffhanger from last episode is resolved. And Wilson is like, oh, you would make a great, I'd make a great husband, too. And he's like, you still haven't answered my question. So this is like a classic TV thing to do, like, you know, I have to think about it. I have to, you know, a multi-episode, like, arc Proposal. of, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Mary has not answered. That's the end of the cold Which open. I think in real life when that happens, people are like, well, fuck you. I rescind my proposal. Right. That usually means no. Like, yeah. if you're not going to say yes, it usually means you're probably going to say no. There's no, like, maybe. Um, like, I feel like if you haven't if you thought about yeah, the answer to the question already. And, you're lo- and you don't automatically want to say yes. There's a very... I mean, it happens, I guess, where you're like, oh, I've thought about this. It makes sense. We should get married. But that doesn't really sound romantic. No. <laughs> so. Romantico. Um, so. But we'll get to them at the very end of this podcast. Yes. So we're starting with, well, the Annie and the Rev, this is played out. I'm sick of it. I don't care. They're trying to make, like, Annie look, they're like women and their hormones. And it's just not, um... It's not an entertaining storyline. It's not something I really want to watch. It seems like it's the same conversation over and over again. We hear the Rev saying hormones. We see, we hear the Rev saying, oh, you've gone nutty. We know already that Annie wants to be independent. She wants to pursue something that she actually really likes. She wants to make herself happy. It's all been established. And frankly, Aaron and I don't care about any of this. If there was act- Well, this also just seems like a bit like misogynistic. Right. Because it's all just like, you know... None of it is the Rev's fault. It's all just, it's all on Annie. It Annie really is does. being unreasonable. And the Rev is reacting to Annie's behavior by, he's not being very sensitive to anything. And he's just like, oh, you're so crazy. And it's just super, um, I don't know. I agree. It paints Annie in a really bad light when I don't think it should. Um, and the all- Rev doesn't even try to be sympathetic to anything. That's like the, yeah. and like, of course she she might be. That might exacerbate the feelings she's having. And on top of that, there's no stakes here. It, it'd be something we'd be invested in if we thought, oh, there's a chance that the Rev and Annie are going to separate or there's an actual, like, big kind of fight. Or something, like, is going to happen that's... But we know that's not the case. This is Seventh Heaven. They can't even say the word sex, so they clearly are, aren't going to divorce the main, like, like, you know, the main family of the show. Um... But, so, Annie, this is Annie's first day of teaching. We see her kind of uh, active in the classroom. Um, She's teaching the Swiss family. Family Robinson. I've never read that book. Never read it either. But I do know, vaguely, there's there's a movie, too, I think. Aren't there, there like, a couple of movies? There's, like, a thing. That is or was a thing at Disney World. Yeah, it was a ride. The Swiss, it it was, no, there was, like, a treehouse. So I think it was, like... From what I gather, it was, like, a shipwrecked family that had to start living in, like, the woods. So they, like, built... They, like, lived in a treehouse. Um, so... She's using that to somehow show that, like, you know, the relationships, family, blah, blah, blah. Because you remember, she's teaching, like, a version of home ec. Um, one of the students in her class, uh, this is Christy Parks, uh, comes up to her and, and asks her... What would you say to two people that are constantly fighting? Do you think that they should break up or not be together anymore? And Annie, thinking that she's talking about, like, herself and, like, a boy or something, says, well, if they're fighting too much, then I'd say, yeah, they should probably, you know, end it. 
Christy Parks uh, uses this as the ammunition she needs to try to get her parents to divorce. Um, Which is not what Annie said. Yeah. So this, like, bites Annie in the ass. Well, because the girl apparently tells her parents, like, my teacher told you to get divorced or told me that you should get divorced, which is not at all what happened. Um, so Annie spends, like, Annie decides to try to fix things on her own. So she waits outside of the park's residence uh, to talk to the mother and the father because if she doesn't, there's, like, a chance that she might be fired. The family is not happy and is willing to go to, like, the board of directors about this. Uh, Her interaction with Park's mother and Park's father... Okay, well, first of all, Park's mother looks... She has, like, sort of harsh features. Yeah. And her eye, she looks totally dead in the eyes the first time we see her, so she looks like a witch. Really? Um, and, and Park's father looks like the guy who they cast as, like, the sleazy personal injury attorney in episode 603. Three. Yeah, it looks like they just, like, got the same guy and put him in a different suit. Um, so they look kind of, I guess, like... Sleazy. Well, you you said it right. Like the way that they decide to do parents on the show that aren't the Reverend Annie. Oh yeah. Okay, so this is a consistent problem. Anytime any of the kids have friends or like the Rev inter- intercepts like a problem that one of the parishioners is having, um, the parents are always like look way too old to have a child the age. Of the child that is playing their child, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, no, yeah. So you've got, like, these people who look like they're about, like, 50, like, over 50, maybe, like, pushing 50, and they've got a daughter who's, like, eight years old. And I'm just like, that's, biology doesn't really... Work like that. Work that way. And even if it does work that way, it's just, like, what people usually don't have children that late in life? I don't know. I think times are changing now, but in the way that the right. conventional Seventh Heaven universe works. And also when the show was released, around that time, I think people were still following societal norms when it came to like when you should have kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, so obviously Annie gets nowhere with the parents, uh, but she does have another interaction with Christy where Christy's basically saying that they've been fighting a lot recently, that she was hoping that if they divorced, they would stop fighting, and that, like, Annie was her last resort. Uh, This actress, they, like, decided to get to play this girl. She looked familiar, but she's not famous. She looks like um, the youngest girl from Growing Pains. I don't remember her name. Oh. But that's not her. I, like, looked it up. It's not her. She, like, ends up... I don't know. I know like people that are very like very niche will know who I'm talking about. She ends up being like in the Avengers movie and gets Uh-oh. saved. She's like one of the baristas in the Avengers movie. As I said, very, very niche. niche. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we like this all comes to head when Christy shows up at the Camden household because the fighting has just gotten too much for her. Um, so we get a phone call between, uh, Christy's witch mother and... <laughs> but she doesn't look like a witch now and, because her features are very much, look much softer. And Annie, uh, where Annie explains exactly what happened. But then I feel like this conversation, like, I feel like after she explained it, it should have ended there. But Annie just kept on going. She's like, you know, if you need help, my husband can help you or I can help you. And like, it was, it became really condescending, I feel like. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was like the end of the storyline. I don't, 
that was it. There wasn't, there was nothing compelling in it. Well, at the end, we have a scene with Ruthie, this girl, Christy, and Annie, and we learn that Christy's like, never mind, my parents don't need to get divorced anymore, because I talked to Ruthie, and she told me that you and your husband have been fighting a lot, so now I know that even your fan, like, even, you know, the seemingly perfect family um, has arguments, and those parents fight, so... Now I know that it's normal or whatever. Um, And Annie starts to reflect because she's like, oh, have we really been fighting that much? So, yeah, that's that's like how that's kind of how that concludes. And and I guess, yeah, whatever. So we'll see. We'll see, I guess, if they finally decide to drop this. I feel like they probably won't. They have. They have to, though. I mean, it's just so insufferable. I know it's been full, like what five episodes? Yeah, five episodes now because this has been since the beginning of season five. Yeah, six. Oof. Um, so we'll go on to Matt next. Um, Matt is still with Cheryl. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we we actually were discussing how yeah. I can't believe that Cheryl got such a long run out of this. She's not a good actress. Like, you know, everything she does is flat. Her yeah. affect is flat. Her face looks flat. I am, like, her features are just kind of, like, mwah on her face. Yeah, I don't, I didn't really understand the appeal of this. Uh, I mean, like, do I like Cheryl more than I like Shauna and... Uh, no, and, the thing is I... <laughs> oh, I do. I like Cheryl more than I like Shauna and what's-her-face, Heather. But, like, I just wish there was more. <laughs> Like, she, why? There's something about her that is just like. There's absolutely Ugh. no depth to her, yeah, too. Yeah. We haven't learned other than, like, she's going to college. Okay, for what? She has no. She's so poorly developed, and she's been on the show long enough now that she should have. Yeah, she flip flops a lot. Yeah. Um, so Cheryl comes over to talk to the Rev. Uh, she first has a conversation with Lucy, which I guess we can get to in Lucy's storyline, so we don't need to worry about that now. Uh, basically, she's like, I think I want you to help me break up with Matt. I know we've already had this. They're doing it again. But yeah. Who, yeah like, who asks people to break up for like? And Cheryl's like, gonna like Matt at this point is gonna be he's gonna be graduating college. So let's say he's twenty two. She so let's say she's you know around the same age. She might be Robbie's age. So she's like twenty, and she can break up with him. Like please. Ugh. So, uh, in this conversation, for some reason, instead of, like, ending up breaking up with Matt, she's like, you're right, I should marry him. Because apparently, all of a sudden, the Rev and Annie and all the Camdens love Cheryl. This has never been established. Oh, yeah, they just say this. They're like, you know the whole family loves, loves Cheryl, so... The Rev... I don't really know what the Rev's game is here. Like, I don't know if he wants them to get married, if he wants them to break up, like, what it is. I feel like, actually, in this episode, the Rev is off his game. He, like, isn't really giving good advice. Um, Is he ever really giving good advice? That's true. That's a good point. Later on in the episode, Matt is also thinking about his relationship with Cheryl, and he decides that he wants to break up with her. Um, Which is good, because that's what Cheryl wanted in the beginning. So after a phone call, when they meet up in the promenade, we have your classic television moment where both of them say the same thing, same, say something at the same time, and it's the exact the opposite. opposite. yeah. So one, one of them says, I, want, like, I think we should get married, and the other says, I think we should break up. And this is when we get the official end of, I'm assuming, the Cheryl-Matt relationship, unless she comes back. No, she doesn't, thank God. <laughs> I couldn't even remember, like, I mean, I've seen the whole series through... Well, I've only seen it through, like, start to finish once. But these are, like, around the episodes that I would have been watching when they first aired. 
And I don't remember Cheryl at all, but I always think I was a little less interested in like the older kids because they were like, I couldn't, I couldn't relate. <laughs> um, I will say this, that there's a lot about the storyline that they've decided to just like tell us instead of show us. So besides the fact that like everybody apparently loves Cheryl now and she's like kind of a replacement Mary, which we'll talk about with like the Lucy storyline, um, apparently like Matt's been more focused since his since right. he's been all of these they just say these things without any evidence. It's just like oh you've been more focused and like you've seemed much happier. It's like that just might be because he's finally growing up and like knows what he's doing. That probably has no yeah, relation. Like he's almost done with to, college. Yeah. Maybe he's just like you know coasting through his last semester. Her no last re- two semesters, this last year. No relation to Cheryl whatsoever. Yeah. But that's the end. They have a goodbye kiss. There's, like, talk of potentially, like, maybe in the future they'll get back together. But, I mean, let's hope not. <laughs> um, we they don't. <laughs> get to maybe... Spoilers. Some, uh, a little bit more fun storyline for us and the listeners was Simon's. Um, uh, this was not fun. It was only, well, okay. So this is that, funny like, because it's funny for a few reasons. Yeah. So first we get Simon at school. Mm-hmm. He's like, sees this, this girl catches his eye. And who is the girl, but Kaylee Cuoco. Is that how you say her last name? Yeah. Most known, like most notably known from the big bang theory as Penny or uh, Bridget guess, from eight simple rules, which is what I like her in. Um, so, I mean, she's done a lot. She's done a ton of oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. but She's been in those, a bunch of movies yeah, and stuff. Yeah, those are the most um, notable. Um, and Another person getting their start on Seventh Heaven. So he sees her, and she's at her locker, and she does a little, she does a little wink. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around. He, like, looks in his locker, and he turns back around, and she's gone. And then he sees his good buddy. Whose Morse. name? Whose name? We ju- who is the bully from <laughs> yeah. two episodes ago or three episodes ago? Um, and his name is Morris. And now they're they're good friends. Morris and Simon, best buds, BFFs forever. Simon talks about this gorgeous girl he saw. Morris describes her to a T, and we find out it's Lynn, Mor- uh, Morris's girlfriend, who just transferred over from private school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lynn is very much... No explanation for why like, any of this, but... Lynn is very much, like, Morris does the thing where he's like, she's mine, don't even think about it. But while this is happening, Lynn is, like, basically making eyes at Simon and, like, winking at she him. She keeps winking, and yeah. it's so bad. She Kaylee Cuoco is not a very talented winker. Um, it's just, the whole thing was very uncomfortable. Um, and she kept whisper-talking, too. Yeah. That was Kaylee... Young Kaylee Cuoco thought that was what acting was. Yeah, I was like, I was going to say something about how she maybe, no, I'm not going to say it. Um, anyway, um, so she approaches Simon when Morris isn't there and basically, like, is like, tries to, I don't know, she comes on to him and he's like, uh, you're Morris's girlfriend and Morris is like one of my really good friends. And I was like, where? <laughs> when? <laughs> when did that happen? Right. Um... Morris invites Simon along to go to the pool hall. He doesn't want to because he doesn't want to be near Lynn. She, the temptation is too much for him. But Lynn is like, no, come, please. She does this, like, no, come <laughs> thing. It's weird. Um, so later at the pool hall, things kind of get hat. So, yeah. Um, so at the pool hall, Simon is like, well, she keeps. What's her name? Lynn. Lynn. 
that's the name of the Hamilton's daughter. Uh, Lynn keeps coming on to Simon and he's like, I need to go, like, I'm going outside for a cigarette. And Lynn is like, oh, you smoke? Because I guess that's supposed to be like a cool thing because they're in high school. And he's like, no, I don't like, Oh no. He's like, yes, I do. Would that make you like, stop trying to hit on me? And she's like, no. And he's like, I'm just going outside for some air, like basically just to get away from her. And, um, as Simon is trying to leave, well, when he comes back, it's been oh, a yeah. while. Yeah. They, they steal, <laughs> they steal a kiss or uh, more than one kiss. Yeah. Um, God, I keep forgetting her. Lynn. Yeah. Lynn um, makes makes her move, and they, you know, do the seventh heaven thing where it's like, no, we shouldn't, and then they stop, but then they kiss again. Uh, Lynn basically is like, look, I don't really like Morris anymore. The only reason we're back together is because, like, I'm in the school now, but I felt this, like, instant connection with you, and I want you, and we shouldn't be penalized <laughs> for for the fact that, like, I'm with Morris. So Simon's like... Yeah, but I can't do that to my friend. Fine, I'll My best buddy, Morris, Morris, who I was just scolding, like, two episodes ago. But fine, like, you're right. I like you, too. We have an instant connection. I'll be the one to tell Morris that you, like, you guys are going to break up and that we're going to get together. Um, so they kiss a little bit more. But surprise, that doesn't happen. Simon, um, we don't see the phone call with Morris, but we do see the phone call with Lynn, where he's like, I told him all, everything, all of it. So basically, like, how she winked at him, how she's been coming on to him, how she kissed him. And she's like, well, now our chance of ever being together is completely over. And he's like, yeah, well, I care more about my friend Morris than I do about you. And that's the last we hear of Kaylee Cuoco. Sad, sad And then she moves to California and becomes neighbors with other people. (laughs) <laughs> is that where that show is supposed to take place? I know nothing about it. Yeah, I think it's, um, they go to, like, they go to one of the school, like, one of the schools there. Then the boys. The boys, okay. Um, I'm not interested in knowing what goes on on that show. Anyway, so, here we are, our next storyline. I just want to say, thruple alert! <laughs> this, yeah, this is, there are multiple thruple alerts. Multiple thruple alerts, but this one... Actually, this was my least favorite. I don't know why I wrote down Thrupple Alert for the other one. You wrote down Thrupple Alert. Oh, Simon, Morris, and Lynn. Lynn. The blondes, the three blondes. That would have been, oh, that would have been a nice Thrupple. I don't think so. That would creep me out. This is a less good Thrupple. Anyway, so. If you remember from last episode. Lucy is struggling with, well, Robbie kissed Lucy. Oh, wait, he tried to. She backed away. Well, no, no. He successfully got in there for one. No, 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 no. He didn't. That, like, she backed away. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. So anyway, Robbie tried to make his move um, unsuccessfully, and now we see, well, as you said before, we'll get to the the kind of first scene in this, is um, Lucy sits down with Cheryl in the cam kitchen. Cam kitchen. The Camden (laughs) kitchen. Um, And she's kind of bouncing... Like she's, I forget exactly what this conversation is about, but it's basically about how she might have feelings for Robbie and she doesn't know what to do. And Cheryl immediately picks up on it and she's like, oh yeah, this is about Robbie, isn't it? Um, Cheryl basically tells her that like the best thing to do is go to the source and talk to him specifically. Like it's not going to do you any good to talk to all these other people. Which is funny because if we backtrack to Matt and Cheryl's storyline, 
Matt and Cheryl are talking to everyone. But each, but each other. Well, it's not funny. I think it's supposed to be ironic. You <laughs> know, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. But anyway, like, Lucy's like, oh, I can't talk to Mary about this because, you know, Robbie's Mary's ex. And, and you're, but you're, Mary, you're Robbie's me. ex, but I can talk to you about it. <laughs> um, so she spends a bit of the episode look like running around after Robbie, not being able to find him. Meanwhile, Robbie calls Mary. Uh, we'll get to Mary's side of the conversation when we get to Mary's storyline, but Robbie's side of the conversation is basically, what would you say if I started dating someone you know? Mary's and Mary's like, oh, well, it's not like you're going to start dating my sister. Ha <laughs> ha. And Robbie's like, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't start doing that. So he hangs up and then he calls some other girl, Joanne. Yeah. Joanna? Joanne. Joanne, this is the thruple. Yes. So he's like, oh, Joanne, do you want to go out tonight? So the Camdens get wind that Robbie is going out on a date that evening. Specifically Ruthie. Ruthie, yes, because of course she did. Yes. Um, so she knows that Robbie is going out on this date this evening. Um, she tells Lucy, and Lucy's like, oh, well, where, you know, what are they doing? Ruthie gives her all the deets and she's like oh well they're going to see a matinee movie which is apparently only five dollars and a slice of pizza so ruthie is hinting at the fact that she doesn't think that robbie actually likes this girl Mm -hmm. and that robbie's just going out because he has nothing else to do that evening so he just like got a date whatever and this obviously upsets lucy uh, like no other so she i I don't know if you noticed this but she like gets ready for this non-date like she flips her hair out she like puts on something red um and crashes Joanne and Robbie's date. Thrupple. Yes. Uh, uh, except she throws the thruple down the drain, but when Robbie, like, goes away for a bit, she... Like goes to the bathroom or something, and Lucy is the worst. Back to being the worst. She tells uh, Joanne all about how Robbie took Mary to the hotel, and Robbie was homeless, and Robbie... Like, basically, like, Robbie has this troubled past. You don't know anything about him, and you don't want anything to do with him. I love that Joanne's response is that, and you and your parents let this guy live with you? Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she goes running, and Robbie and Lucy go home to the Camden house. And they're kind of, like, at odds with each other, because Robbie's like, what did you do? And Lucy's like, I can't believe you went on a date after you told me you had feelings for me. And Robbie's like, no, you don't understand. I went on a date because I have feelings for you. Which Do I people guess actually is... talk like this in real life? No, right? No, but I think we were supposed to get the idea, like, he was trying to distract himself, but I also don't think people do that in real life. Who's like, oh, I'm so upset that I can't be with this person. Let me go on a date with another person. I feel like I would just be miserable the whole time. Right, and... I just, like, pine like yeah. a tree. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it doesn't seem like an effective coping strategy. I mean, I guess, like, sex. But, you know, <laughs> but it's seventh like, heaven. Seven, so, like, no. Um, so Lucy's, like, at, at some point it gets to the where Lucy's like, I maybe, I think I have feelings for you, too. And Robbie's like, I'm going to kiss you. And now they kiss. And Lucy's like, I'm going to be okay with it. And then they kiss once. And then, and then like, they do the thing where they're like, we shouldn't. And then they kiss again. again. And then again. <laughs> and all this is happening. And the, and the Rev has been waiting by the window all night to witness it. So he sees it, and ugh, yeah. God, I didn't want this to happen. It finally all. did, though. I know. <laughs> after you've been <laughs> dreading it. Well, I think it's because this is the only thing I remember from the show. Like, I like, 
uh, I, I'm, for anybody who's been listening along the entire time, you know that Aaron's seen every single episode and I haven't. And the only thing I remember about the show, besides like basics of who people are, is that like Lucy and Mary have traded off like love interests quite a lot. And specifically, I remember Robbie being one of them because I remember that conversation with Robbie and Mary on the phone where Mary's like, you wouldn't date my sister. And Robbie's like, ah, it'd be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, so that's one massive kiss that like will have repercussions, I'm sure, in the next episode. The next one happens for Mary. So anyway, we'll start from the top with that. Um, So Mary, like we said, um, begins... The cold o- in the cold open by running with Wilson because the whole thing, she's going to fail the fire academy test and she absolutely needs to pass to be able to get the job. So um, Apparently she's improved with all the help that she's gotten from um, Wilson. We don't actually know how much time has, ex- like, has transpired since the proposal. So, like, I mean... Let's, like, say a week. Right, so, like... I mean, that's a long time for somebody to be like, I can't, I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we meet her again at the firefighter place where she's picking up some hoses. Ropes. Ro- <laughs> nope, they're hoses. <laughs> ropes. <laughs> nope. Um, so, and when she's there, she meets. She meets, or she already knows, but he comes up to her. Um, a training partner, Ben who is also, like, going through the fire academy with her. And he's like, oh, me and the guys are going out to, like, a pool hall where some firefighters hang out after work. We would love if you came along with us. And Mary's like, I have a boyfriend. Right, yeah. Um, She immediately thinks that Ben's hitting on her, so she repeats the fact that she has a boyfriend, like, a couple of times. And Ben's like, enough with the boyfriend already. He's like, we get it. We actually just want you to be, like, one of the guys... And come and hang out with us. So Mary's like, eh, well, I have dinner. I, yeah, dinner I have to have Wilson. dinner with my boyfriend. I don't care. Um, then she calls. This is in the in between the next couple of scenes. Robbie. This is a conversation with Robbie. Where, yes. Where Mary is like, I know that we're not together anymore, and I know that we've like are, are trying to officially move on from each other. But Wilson asked me to marry him, and I don't know what to do. And Robbie has, like, a sane response, and he's like, I cannot have a say in your love life anymore. It's not, like, you can't do this to me. And she's like, yeah, I guess I have to make this decision myself. And it's like, obviously you have to make this decision yourself, Mary. You're the one, like, potentially marrying this guy. But, all right. Um, So, yeah, still don't know where Mary's head's at about Wilson. Uh, Ben shows up at her house again. Um, He apparently, like track down her information yeah uh, well i don't know how he did it but like mary's like he and he's coming over under the guise of oh i'm still just um like coming to ask you to come and have a drink with us or like i'm sorry not have a drink they wouldn't do that on seventh heaven um but i'm like i'm still just asking to come hang out at the pool hall with me and the guys and mary's like i have to have dinner with my boyfriend and finally ben is like i get it you have a boyfriend like you need to stop thinking that everybody is trying to date you. Um, This is conveniently when Wilson calls from his office job. Yes. (laughs) We love this portrayal of Wilson in the office job because we've never been told what he does, but, like, 
in this scene, he's just like in front of a filing cabinet and some guy behind him is just like shuffling through the filing cabinet and there's just paper everywhere. And he's like, we're so busy. We have a meet like we have a report due. There are reports (laughs) and meetings and file cabinets and lots of very important office work going on. Yeah. But yeah, you you said it best, like very nondescript office job. We have no idea what he does. Um, so he has to cancel because of this upcoming project, and Mary is like, well, I guess I could go with you now, Ben, and, like, hang out, but, uh, I actually am having trouble with the written part of this, like, test, and I need to, we need to study. And Ben's like, well, I can help you. Um, we, you know, we already see some, like, chemistry going on between Ben and Mary. He's much better looking than Wilson, although he does have a square head, which, um, you mentioned. Yes, he does. Um, they have pizza together, you know, Ben opens up as to why he wanted to be a firefighter. We find out it's because he wants to murder fire because (laughs) fire murdered his father. Um, Mary does the, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this meme, but Mary does the, yeah, I live with my grandparents, but they're not home right now. (laughs) It's like, come over. That (laughs) meme. But, um... Because, like, he, like, Ben's, like, smirks at her. And I was like, is Seventh Heaven really, like, trying to, like, intuit something? Um, this all ends with them on the couch. Uh, Mary realizing it's really late and that Ben should go. And when she turns her head back, they kiss. Yeah. But then she slaps him. She's reaching to go get his jacket. Yeah. Like, he's ready to leave. Um, and she turns around with the jacket in her hand and he's just right there. And their faces touch with their lips and their mouths And then she slaps him, but then she kisses him again. What is with this? And I was, so we actually did, this is when our our jaws dropped. Um, Although I knew this was going to (laughs) happen. I I obviously didn't. I don't know why I was like, oh no. Um, Because then I was thinking, and in Wilson's house. And then I was like, oh no, Mary's at home at the Colonel and Ruth's house. And then you hear Wilson say, Mary? Oh, like, I just let myself in or whatever. He came over after his busy day at work and brought, like, food or something. And the last line, yeah. this is iconic. He he says he brought, like, some food home already. And Ben just goes, we already ate. <laughs> and so we don't know what's going to happen. Basically, Fade to black. Yeah. Wilson has caught Mary and Ben in a very compromising position. I'm pretty sure he saw them kissing. In the act. Well, even if he didn't see them kissing, they were still, like, she was still sort of in his arms. Yeah. So. Well, he goes, I was thinking I'd surprise you with some late dinner, but I was the one that was surprised. <laughs> and that's when, that's when he surprise! goes. We already ate. Um, anyway, I'm excited to see how this plays out. I guess this might be the end of Wilson forever. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, luckily, we will finally get Lucy and Robbie behind us soon, and I can, st- I can stop hearing you complain about it. Sully. Um, uh, what would you rate this episode? Oh, I was bored for most of it. It felt really long, drawn out, so I'm going to go with a three. Maybe a, two, a 2. 2. Oh, 2. wow. Two No, three. 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 <laughs> okay. I'm committing to the three. Um, I'm going to go ahead because I thought that the shocks and the all the kissing and all the, I'm going to kiss you, but I'm not going to kiss you was good stuff. Good good quality television. I'm going to give it a 4. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 4. Wow. Okay. Uh, good stuff. So let's see what happens next. In the meantime, you can take a look at uh, all these special guest stars including Kaylee Cuoco and maybe 
which mother parks, um, by coming onto our social media. That's at uh, Camden Cast Show if you're on Twitter or if you're on Instagram. Camden Cast if you're on Facebook. Um, or you can listen to us every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, we are on SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast. We're on Stitcher and we are on the iTunes Apple Podcast app. I'm Tampi. I'm Erin. This is Camden Cast. <laughs>